Hey everyone, welcome to the Very Grateful Mind podcast. I'm your podcast host, Vioni Medlin, and today's episode is a very raw episode that came from my heart, um, having to do with the recent events and leading into why I do what I do. I hope this helps for anyone that's listening. And may we all begin to bring change together. Today's episode is just a a moment for me to share in raw form how I'm feeling about today. I generally stay off of the news and for my own sanity because God knows for these last two fucking years, this pandemic. And then we had this thing with Russia and Ukraine and just like, just one thing after another. And then yesterday find out there was another school shooting and another school shooting and another school shooting at an elementary school by an 18 year old young man as far as I know I haven't looked this morning I don't want to but when I looked last night the death toll was 18 kids and three adults It hit me so hard this morning because I am a mom of a rising second grader. And I can't begin to imagine the pain of those parents and families that have lost their babies, of the families that have lost those teachers and staff of the community that's been broken by this awful, 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 horrific tragedy. And I even think about how disturbed the shooter must have been to have done such a horrific thing. And everybody, what angers me the most of all of this is that everyone gets on their stupid fucking social media to start talking about their agendas on this is why we need gun control and this is why we, whatever. I don't, I don't care what your political stance is. I don't, I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. And then, oh, yes, look. I am a Latina woman. 
born and raised in the South where it's fucking Bible melt, Bible belt. And it's, yes, we need to have guns and all this stupid shit and white supremacy. And oh my God, all of it, it's all of it. Using religion to control others. So yes, I am in a group that is marginalized and oppressed. And I also have privilege. And I also have certain views in, of how life should be and how we should run things. And uh, But what, what angers me is like, we don't even take a fucking moment to breathe and grieve this. We don't even stop to grieve. It's just everyone gets on news outlets to start talking about <clears throat> their political agendas and we should be doing this and we should be doing that. And this is why blah, 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 blah. I can't, I'm done. It all angers me. It makes me so angry. It makes my blood boil. I cannot, I don't care. It is obvious with the, this illusion of separation in this fucking entire world. Everyone thinks that we're all separate. We're not, we're not all separate. This is all, we're all united. Like this is, we're all one. Like my mind is racing. I can't even gather my thoughts right now. This is why I do what I do. This is why I strive to help bring awareness to you and to yourself and to your body and to how it's all connected, how the tensions in your body have come from your DNA. It comes from your past. It's stored in the information center of your entire being, which is your DNA. All of the information and energy that came together to create you, your body and your mind, it's all connected. And I strive to bring awareness to this because our minds are computers. They are programmed from the moment you're born till the age of about eight or nine years old. You are a sponge. All of us are sponges. These children that were murdered, we're still learning. And then the classmates that witnessed it happen all. This, this is embedded in their little minds forever. Woo! <laughs> 
we all, all of us humans, we all experience some sort of big T or little T traumas in our lives. And when we're children, it is that much more impactful for the rest of your life. It is scientifically proven. Whatever happens in those years from zero to eight or nine years old, gets embedded in your subconscious. And then after that, when our cognitive brain starts to really form, scientists say that the brain is not fully formed until the age of 25. 25 and we're telling people that they're adults by the time they're 18 which is the age of this young man who, who murdered all these innocent people and children so all of this it gets buried in the subconscious mind 95% of our behaviors and decision-making is made from this unconscious, subconscious brain, subconscious mind. Isn't that crazy? 95% of your behavior is based off of your subconscious mind, the part of your mind that is unaware to you. So a lot of us, whatever we experience in childhood, whatever we beliefs or systems or whatever was taught to us as children, what we observed, what we soaked in, carries with us for the rest of our lives and creates patterns in our minds that continue to show up in adulthood, which is why we'll wonder, oh, why can't I get this thing that I want? Why can't I do this thing that I want? Why do I live like this? Why can't I show up and be authentically myself? Why am I afraid? Afraid. Why am I afraid? And it's because of our subconscious mind. <laughs> Hello. I would like to share this with the whole world if you're willing to hear it. This is why I do what I do. Is there something you can do to rewire all of that? Yes. Yes, you can. And it's about fucking time that people started investing in their whole well-being. Instead of sitting here wondering and being addicted to this victim mindset of I have I can't do anything about it and blaming it on everyone else. That's what infuriates me about this stupid media. It's always trying to blame someone else. It's someone else's problem. No, you know what? This is an us problem because we are all in this together. We are one. It is an us problem. This is why I'm so upset because we all have a little piece of our world that we can start making better by improving our well-being, starting with each and every human being.
we all act a little differently because of our upbringing, because of our DNA, because of the way that the things that we experienced and the ways that maybe we observed our caregivers. This goes into attachment styles. You don't know what that is? Look it up. There are some really awesome YouTube videos that have great clear explanations in short form that you can watch to learn about attachment styles and how they show up. This is why you hear about inner child healing. What is inner child healing? It is a way for you to reparent your inner child, to imagine yourself going back in time to your young self. Maybe you could take an old picture of yourself when you're really young and just look at that sweet, innocent child, your past self in that photo. What would you tell them? Would you hold them? Would you tell them that you love them? That it's okay to have big dreams and desires? That all that time that you dreamed of being on stage to be a singer or performer, that it's okay to want that. That it's okay to want to be a sports star, a soccer star, football, baseball, whatever, swimmer, Olympian. That it's okay to want to be the president of the United States or a leader of some sort. It's okay to want to be a teacher or a coach and help other people. It's okay to want all kinds of those things. It's okay to want to have multiple lovers. Have you ever thought of that? Have you ever had your child actually come in and be like, hey, you know, I actually like this one and this one. And you try to condition them into, well, that's not how the world works because we can only pick one. That's bullshit. I'm just going to say that right now. That's a whole other topic, but we are all conditioning each other with societal expectations of this is the way, this is the way, this is the way. No, there's not one way. It's all of the ways. There's not one religion. There's all of the ways, all of the beliefs, all of it, all of it, all of it. but because of our fears have been embedded into our bodies, we are stuck in this fight or flight mode, chronic stress, chronic fight or flight, chronic fear of the other, resulting in blaming others, addiction to the victim mindset, <clears throat> addiction to stress hormones, adrenaline, dopamine, all of it, addiction to it all. It is more comfortable to numb ourselves and repeat the same patterns over and over again than to do something about it. But if you're tired of that way of being, this is my invitation to you to wake up and do something about it. 
invest in a coach, in someone that does some holistic work, whole being, do something about it. You can, you can, you think you can't, you are your own limit to yourself. You're, you're the only one limiting yourself. All these beliefs, all of these insecurities, all of these things are so buried so deep into your subconscious that you have no idea. And you're the one stopping yourself. How do I know this? Because I've experienced this myself. God forbid I would get on a podcast episode and speak this way and actually share my feelings because I wasn't supposed to do that. I am a nice girl who doesn't share her feelings and has to hold everything in and can't be big and brave and bold how I've always wanted to be. I've always wanted to be on the stage. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to share my voice. I wanted to be in front of everyone. I was always the first to raise my hand to volunteer for something. Always, always, always. But because of the fears that were embedded in me at an early age of no, you must stay small. You must be quiet to be safe or else you will die. You will surely die. Where does that come from? It comes from historical experience. It comes from my family's lineage of living in poverty and needing to be made small so that they would survive. Living in this fear of scarcity that there's not enough. Let me tell you something. Everything belongs to everyone. Abundance. We live in a world of abundance. It is our minds that take us into this space of duality of scarcity, of separateness, black and white, wrong and right. And I'm not saying that you will ever get over this. This is a constant human struggle. It is part of being human, but the part that helps is to become aware of when those duality thoughts come up. My relationship counselor likes to say to us, which is on point, that when your mind starts to get into this or that, that's when your amygdala, the part of your brain that triggers that fight or flight response, your amygdala is lit up. She likes to say your amygdala is showing. That's when your body tenses up, that your stress hormones start to be released in your body. You start to feel all kinds of different stress sensations because it starts to suppress certain systems of the body in order to survive. As humans, we evolved to run from danger, from wild animals that might attack us, from invasion, from whatever, from from falling, like all of these things are embedded into our bodies. We no longer need that. We don't no longer need to run from bears. But our bodies are still doing that. And it's still sending all of those 
signals into the body, making us think that your argument with your neighbor, that's the bear that's going to hurt you. So all of a sudden you're either fighting with them or you're running away and then breaking a relationship that could have been fine. You start to hear loud noises that your kid's making and it triggers the hell out of you. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Sometimes all I want is peace and quiet and my body feels tense when I hear those loud noises. So what can we do to help our bodies calm down? What can we do to prevent these outbursts of anger and rage that result in mass murders? What can we do to prevent ourselves from screaming at our neighbor who is probably just doing whatever they need? I don't know. Like we, we are always in this fight or flight. And sometimes a lot of us have walked around being able to repress all of these feelings and then they come out in one way or another. Every time they do, they come out. These emotions need to be expressed. We as a society have been taught that it is not okay to express your emotions. And then what happens? It comes out in a fit of rage or passive aggressively. You become snarky. Where did that come from? Somewhere deep down, far in the depths of your subconscious. All those body image issues that you probably have, subconscious, thoughts that came from programming from early on in your life. All of that fear of religion, fear of hell, where that come from? Your subconscious buried into your mind. The fear of wanting to write that book you always wanted to write because you think no one's going to read it. It's a limiting belief buried very deep, far back in your subconscious. The fear of reaching out to that person you always wanted to talk to or connect with because of fear of rejection. You're subconscious. And what's really offensive for all of us to hear is that you actually are addicted to being stuck. You're addicted to being stuck because it's more comfortable that way. Because why put yourself out there? You're just going to get rejected. Well, you went ahead and you already made that decision. You already manifested that entire situation. I've done this so many times to myself. I know. I understand. But you know what the difference is that I've done for myself that has made me find practices and do things that help me? I started making changes in my life. I said no more to the religion that I grew up in that made me live in fear. And I walked away from it. 
And I found podcasters and other people, authors who talked about this religion and their story of walking away from the faith and whether or not they actually came back around to it in a different way or, or maybe they never did. I looked it up. I researched it myself. I walked away from a corporate job that made me sick to my stomach. I knew something deep down wasn't right. I just didn't know how to change it. I was angry at the healthcare system because these doctors, they don't really actually treat you like a person. They treat you like a number because of the pressures that they're under, because of the system, because the system doesn't allow them to treat people like people. Why do you think so many doctors have walked away from health insurance and healthcare? And then we're left with people who <clears throat> are stuck needing the system and they can't get the help that they need. Change must happen, but how, but where, but, but, but what? I walked away from the corporate system. I decided to find healthcare from someone who didn't take health insurance. And was I privileged enough to get it? Yes. I'm very aware of that. I had a corporate job. My husband has a corporate job now that he enjoys, but I was able to have the means to find it, to get the help that I needed. <clears throat> you can do it. You can find the help that you need. Everyone looks at everyone else. Well, you're just so lucky because of blah. Honey, we all have our issues and we all have our blessings. And it's time for us to take responsibility for, our <clears throat> excuse me, for ourselves and where we're at. All those things that you hate, that you wish you didn't have or the things you wish you could change, it feels so much better to be able to say that it's someone else's problem that you can blame and point fingers at someone else. It's so much harder to actually realize that you have the power. But when you actually invest in yourself, you find that coach or someone. Because I decided to find a coach after I left my corporate job. I found a life coach who set me on a path to figure things out for myself. And I always knew I loved fitness and I always knew I wanted to help people and I always knew that I loved singing and I wanted to somehow combine all of it because all of it is a part of me and sharing my voice and being on stage. I'm happy to say I'm on my way. Have I made money doing this? No, not yet. My goal is to help people. And I know I'll be taken care of along the way. It took a long time for me to actually get to this place to be able to say that with confidence. So many people would tell me, you're gonna fail. No one makes money being a coach. What's the point? Well, you know what failed for me? Trying to go the safe route, getting a corporate job that I hated, that was gonna be steady and give me a steady income and then give me a 401k so that I could live working for the man and then be extremely stressed out and angry and disconnected with myself and then retire with that, all of that anger and angst for what, what kind of life is that? <laughs> Not one that I want. 
So I took it up on myself to figure out what is my life path. And I'm going to do that. The thing that feels aligned with me and connect with myself. So this whole thing. of anger and hatred and division and extreme polarity and where is the love? Where is it? It exists in each and every one of us. You just have to look to find it. No more lives torn apart That wars would never start And time would heal all hearts And everyone would have a friend And right would always win and love would never end. No, this is my grown-up Christmas list. If you're tired of all of this anger and hatred, I encourage you to look within yourself and start making that change from you. Because when you start to live in alignment with who you truly are and you can live authentically as yourself, free to be you, you begin to impact everyone else around you. Stop the people pleasing. Stop bending for other people. And live from love that already exists inside of you. Shed those limiting beliefs that no longer serve you, the fears to be who you are. It's all an illusion. We're all connected, every single one of us. If you suffer, I suffer. And if I suffer, you suffer. The entire earth is crying, the entire earth is suffering. Just take a look at everything that's happening. Let's normalize taking care of yourself because when you take care of you, you take care of all of us. And if you don't know where to start, I'd be happy to jump on a call with you and talk about it. You can go to my website, verygratefulmind.com. Join my email list where I share things that I'm learning, offerings that I have coming up, anywhere from kids yoga to adult yoga to embodiment work to inner child healing to limiting belief clearing. I do all of that work to help you rewire those neuro pathways that keep you stuck in these patterns that you just, you don't want them anymore and you don't know how to do how to change that. I can help you. 
I want to. It's why I do what I do. So let's talk. We can figure something out. And even if I'm the one that can't particularly help you, I'm happy, so happy to help you find someone that can. I have a wonderful network of colleagues, coaches, and friends who all do all kinds of different work to help you find wholeness and wellness. That's how we start changing oppression, marginalization, That's how we start shifting the narrative from anger and polarization and hatred. Anger is fine. It's the the anger that leads to hatred. Using anger and emotions and transmuting that into a form of art or way to help others, which is how I started this podcast episode was anger and sadness. Use it to help other people. Shifting the expression of emotion that gets repressed, let's stop repressing and let's express it in a way that's healthy and safe for yourself and everyone around you. How do you do that? I can help you figure that out. I'd be happy to. So find me at verygratefulmind.com. Join my email list where I share a lot of what I'm learning. And let's please make my Christmas wish true. Bring your hands to heart center. And let's hold a moment of silence. For the families of those who have lost in this tragic shooting. The light in me loves and honors the light in each and every one of you. (laughs) Namaste.